Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Courtney. And welcome, welcome to, to our, our Eco Freak, freak Out. out. <laughs> Each week we take on a new sustainability challenge, discuss their impact on both our world and our lives, and try to figure out just how sustainable is sustainability. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> How's everything going? Going all right. How about you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot wait to get into our food waste week three. This is crazy. Like, my brain is fucking full of just, I can't, I just, I don't know. This was a hard, this is, this was a hard, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Okay. I share that sentiment. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's just like overwhelming. I don't know. I feel very overwhelmed. Yeah. <sighs> it was a, it's a weird topic because it, it's so far reaching and to just, it seems impossible. Yeah. Because, yeah, I had a lot of like breakdowns where I was like, how... <laughs> If I even wanted the government to get involved, like, what am I asking them? Like, stop growing food? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Don't use as much land? Like, what? Like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 I don't want to share too much without going into my audio diary. I know, right? It's it's a lot. Um, Yeah. So I guess I'll just get, I'll just get right started about my, my week three. Yeah. Week three food waste. I, um was still trying to like see what I was doing in my home still trying to like cut down as much as possible um I really didn't do much better than I have been in the past like honestly this food waste challenge has been more about um I think it's been it's been heavily outreach like it's been heavily like um I mean you you look at like a handful of cilantro that I threw in the garbage and I was like I feel bad because like somebody grew this and somebody could have eaten it, but I just wasted it versus like entire dumpsters that like grocery stores are throwing away. Like, I don't know. It's just madness. So like I was trying, I definitely like heaped a big dose of grace on myself and just been, and I was just like, okay, there's only so much you can do in your home. Like some things I, I eat and Brian doesn't eat. And so obviously there's going to be, um, there's going to be food waste there. Like I can't really eat a whole bunch of cilantro by myself within a week. Like, right. Otherwise I would just be eating cilantro every single day and that is fine and great. And I love cilantro, (laughs) but like, you see what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, it's not really made. And that, that is also addressing like single people too. Cause like, I'm sure it's a lot harder to cut down on food waste when you're single because like quantities aren't really built around that I don't know right it's just hard everything's hard (laughs) on that note let me uh play you (laughs) yeah let's hear them (laughs) (laughs) my diary entry um this is how I kind of started my week three uh take a listen so I felt like uh last week I had so many ideas for outreach for food waste week and I'm just kind of like sitting here in my outreach week like frozen and like not sure what to do um 
I don't know. I'm honestly kind of struggling. I like have a few ideas, but like, I don't know. I just have this overwhelming like weight of it's not going to be enough. It's never enough. It's just like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, um, I know any action is better than nothing. Seriously, just feeling, you know, I mean, I, I honestly did not even do that well in my like reducing food waste week. I'm still wasting so much food. Like, I don't understand how to stop. I don't know how to stop. And like, yeah, it's just, and, and thinking about, I don't even waste that much food in my own house, but like, according to my own standards, like I'm still wasting a lot. Like thinking about that on like a restaurant scale or like a state state states like scale or like you know a country scale you know all just uh, it's just just very overwhelming and feeling really disappointed about the excess like we have so much excess that we don't even realize like we're constantly just on this war path to get more 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 and to have full cupboards and full fridges when like we're not even appreciating what we have like we're not even appreciating like the miracle that is a carrot <laughs> i just i don't know and like how how precious those things are and how some people don't have them and i don't know that's just kind of where i'm at right now i'm hoping to to kick it and and make an update later and um actually do something but right now I'm just kind of feeling like, where do I even start, you know? Oh, I do now. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. That was so relatable. I feel like we had the same experience. I'm like covering my face. Yes, 100%. Oh, God. Yeah. I felt the same way. It was like, where do you – I didn't know where to start. I felt like it was yeah. a lost cause just because, yeah, I didn't I, – like the what am I asking for part of it, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, reduction of food waste is great, but like what does that mean? Like what am I asking people to do? Like yeah. that got really confusing for me. I don't know. Obviously, like restaurants, waste, and grocery stores is one thing, but like it, for change to stop producing the excess, like what – Right. Am I asking and how would that be possible? Like I started even going down a spiral of like, would that be putting farmers right at a disadvantage? Um, would I be ruining yeah. their livelihoods? Yeah. Like not that, you know, me asking for government change is gonna like make them do anything. <laughs> Just me, but like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think it was your I think it was an audio diary in plastics where you were talking to Jeff, your husband, and um just kind of going over like, where do I put my efforts? Like where I only have a minute, limited amount of time. What do I do to make the biggest bang for my buck? Like, and it really, it really kind of fucks with your head because like you're, you know, you're standing in your kitchen and you're like, oh, I can't throw this away because the world is dying. And you start like just spiraling like into this eco anxiety and like, it's not fair and like, it's not productive either. And like, so, um, I think the, I mean, honestly, I think the answer is a lot of different things. I think it's, uh, in the home. I think it's in restaurants. I think it's in grocery stores. I think it's in farmers. I think it's, uh, you know, has to do with food banks. It has to do with, 
um, feeding hungry neighbors and like... I feel like this is one of those topics that it's everything has to be on board though to make a difference because if it's just personal action, like the food is still being created Mm. at an excess. Like um, we can cut down and try to do our best, but like when there's still... I don't know. That's where I was just like, what... What is the point? <laughs> what yeah, is the point? Yeah. Um, What's the point? And then yeah, what am I good. asking for? Because like the root problem is excess. Yeah. And then the second problem is, okay, well, if we have this excess, then it should be shared amongst people who don't have that. Like it's yeah. food. It's a, like to me, there's basic rights. The ability food to food, like dr- eat and drink is one of them. Yeah. Um and have shelter I mean I can go on and on my list of like what is basic rights is very high (laughs) (laughs) but whatever that's how (laughs) my my like downward spiral basically ended on was like something is better than nothing I'm only one person um I am recording this and documenting it and trying to inspire others so like Mm -hmm. if I myself was listening to this podcast, what would I want to hear myself do? Like, I do not own an office that has, like, meals going out the door. I do not own a business that has to do with food. I do not own a grocery store. I do not manage a grocery store. So um, what can I, what can I do? So I kind of went from there um, to just sort of scrambling and, like, thinking about, like, what's what's within my reach and I'm going to go into this in my deep dive later is like sort of the thought process I went through of how to how to get myself to doing something that was actionable um because it was hard (laughs) it was really hard to like yeah to get myself to that point to just be like okay I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do something and like yeah maybe it'll make a difference maybe it won't but I'll I'll figure it out from there like it's when you're starting out on this journey and like, if you are, if you are just a normal person like us, we are not experts. Right. Um, you, you have to like do what it, you have to do what's doable. Like you can't do what is outside of your reach or outside of your power. Like you can get involved, but like, anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my first, uh, entry into cutting down food waste in my community into outreach um, was to once again go to my buy my buy nothing Facebook group I think I've talked about them on here before Um, I live in Issaquah Washington we have a super active buy nothing Facebook group and the buy nothing community is wonderful they are you know people give away people give away junk people give away stuff people give away food people give away rides to the grocery store to elderly neighbors people give away um lots of stuff yeah um people ask for things like hey i need this does anybody have any like i've asked for you know props for a photo shoot i've asked for a coffee grinder and got one randomly like somebody was like i have this older one i just upgraded here's this like so nice it's really nice and like i've met a few people um the lady with the chickens that I donated my food waste yes. to, I think it was last <laughs> week, actually reached out to me and she was like, hey, you're a super active member of the group. Would you mind, like, we're trying to make this group a little bit more centered around community and less around stuff. Like, would you mind going into the group and just, like, making a couple of posts, like, 
um, this is what buy nothing means to me. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Like, that's so exciting. So I started there. I was like, this is a community I'm in. I'm active in. What can I, what can I do in this community? And so I had an idea. There's somebody in our community who's doing a, she calls it a traveling suitcase. Uh It's super cute. She takes clothes, puts them in a suitcase. She has this whole list of, um, people that are interested. I think it, I think it was like 60 members or something of all these like, uh, people who are, who are interested in these clothes. And she, you know, you go and pick up the suitcase from one person, try on the stuff, anything you don't want, you leave in there and then you add stuff to it. And then like, she kind of audits it in between. And so I, I saw that, that model, that systems. And I was like, can this work with food? Can this work with pantry items? I think Michelle, (laughs) so Michelle and I discussed, I think we're going to have a bonus episode of like following up on a lot of these things because like. Uh, definitely like a lot of things, a lot of things take time. Yeah. Yeah. To, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) A lot of things take time to like implement. They take time to catch on. Um, anyway, what I'm trying to say is that we're in conversation to figure out how a traveling pantry would work. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about specifically this box of rice. That's like a weird flavor that I bought like three of because they were on sale. And then two of them have stayed in my pantry. I'm thinking specifically about, um, I have a random, uh, container of, uh, cumin, cumin or Mm -hmm. cumin. I don't know how you say it. Uh, Potato, potato. Cumin. Okay. I have like whole cumin seeds and like I use ground, but I don't use the seeds. And so like, it's just been in my pantry forever. Um, I have sprinkles that I'm never going to use. I have like all of this stuff, um, along with like, you know, maybe I bought too much of this or that or the other thing. So, um, I'm kind of trying to think of ideas. And if anybody does this in their community already, just having like a big like Tupperware thing that can go from house to house and you can just like take what you want and then put in what you don't want. Um, let us know because I, I feel like there is a gap between people who, uh, like go to the food bank and people who are experiencing food insecurities and like, I don't know. Cause like, there, there, when you were reading those stats last week of like one in seven families is experiencing food insecurity, it just kind of made me think of like, they may be trying to like pull themselves up by their bootstraps and like figure it out by yeah. themselves mm-hmm. when like easily, um, you know, this is, this is hardly the same, but like back when I was in college and super poor, like I was working for this lady who was constantly like, Hey, do you want this food? Like I bought too much. Hey, do you want this? I I bought too much. And it was like the best thing in the world because I was like, I don't have to worry about dinner tonight. That is a huge weight off my shoulders. Like, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking about ways to do that. And it's something, you know, no, that's, so we'll see. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like really cool that you went there. Like I didn't, I struggled just like you did this week and I didn't think of anything. I mean, that's a real (laughs) solution. Like oh, a real thing you can do to like it's, help. And that's amazing. Oh, thanks. I, yeah, I hope, I hope we can figure it out. I, um, 
one one thing that's popping in my head is like I don't have space to like store right like I don't have space to be the auditor or the or the person I have time and I have transportation mm-hmm. I could like go pick things up and take them from A to A to B mm-hmm. but yeah I'm sure I'll figure it out and and it's just thinking outside the box little things like that um yeah that is like I can take these things that otherwise would would be sitting on the shelf and probably thrown away because like we've all been there like we've all been cleaning out our house and just been and just been like I just want this stuff to disappear so I'm just gonna throw it in the trash like right instead of donating like I go to my I go to my dumpsters at my apartment all the time and there are there's furniture in there there's pillows yeah there's like <laughs> good stuff and I'm like who is throwing this away (laughs) like this is such a waste yeah Uh, but I've been there you know I've been there like just looking at this then thing being like I want this to disappear and so if I can alleviate or if I can a to b that I think that would be a place to start so anyway I also found a uh, a company called replate and I found this through a guy um you shared a Instagram uh, account with me named Unurban Harvester. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his name is. Let's see what his if it's on here. Matt Homewood, um, and he go like everyone listening, go follow him on Instagram because these posts are really just going to blow your mind. Puts the magnitude of the problem into perspective. Um, yeah, I feel like this it's, is like many issues, like out of sight, out of mind. And we don't mm-hmm. think about it because we don't see it. So we don't kn- we don't know how big of a problem it is. But yeah. his photographs, he basically goes dumpster diving at places yeah. um, like grocery stores yeah. and reveals how much food is being wasted. Perfectly great food. Fine stuff. Yeah. Like some stuff that is packaged. Some stuff that is not even expiring. Like, yeah. so I, he's a really great, like, you know, account to follow. I, I found this company Replate through his account, um, and I was like, what is Replate Your Meal? Um, so it's basically if you are a business uh, with food surplus, says just with the tap of a finger, you can increase food access, reduce waste, decrease carbon emissions, and save water. So it's an app allows donors to schedule pickup services and... Uh, for example, in September, they saved almost 20,000 pounds of food, which is crazy to me. Wow. They're currently in most major cities across the USA. They're in Seattle. Um, they are in Phoenix, I heard. I think they are kind of getting started. Uh, so they definitely need, they definitely need like followers. They definitely need donors. They definitely need people who are... Um, you know, just paying attention to their mission. Uh, but one way that they're asking for help is uh, with being an ambassador. And you can actually go to their website and sign up to be an ambassador, which I did. Yay. <laughs> so that was my other kind of outreach thing that I did. Yeah. Um, so basically what you do is you just talk to businesses. Like you go in there and you say, hey, what do you do with your old food? I love that. If they say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, uh, here, get it. Like, I'll put down your name and number and have Replay get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. And just kind of closing that gap. And I'm basically planning on doing this whenever I go out to eat, honestly. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, 
like maybe I'll make a special day of it and go around to places that I normally go to anyway here in Issaquah. But um, I don't know. Easy. Like they're they're sending me a tote bag and a t-shirt. So oh I'm going to be an official. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Like yeah. at first I was like, oh, I don't really need the stuff. I was thinking about being like, no, thank you. But I really do love tote bags. Yeah. And I do, I do love t-shirts, so it's <laughs> like, okay, same. you can send that to me. <laughs> when you said so. that, I was like, oh, now right. I want to jump on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, just doing a little bit of, like, um, outreach. And it and yeah. there's no, like, qualification. Like, it has, you, um, it has you fill out, like, what you're interested in. But, like, I don't even have that many Instagram followers. And they were like, oh, great, like you know, share it to your Instagram stories. Like Aww. that's, that's a way to help. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, in their little handbook that they sent me, um, one thing that I wanted to touch on that I thought was really cool was, uh, phrases that they use versus phrases that they don't use. So they use, uh, like in regarding people, they use people experiencing food insecurity rather than, homeless people or Mm -hmm. the needy or the hungry or charity that's that kind of stuff um they use uh hungry neighbors rather than like in general the hungry because like that has a very like charity sort of vibe and like like i was saying earlier like people don't don't respond well to that like which is sad but yes rude um yeah (laughs) It's just our society and culture. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's look down upon to help others. Yeah. Like, oh, (laughs) I'm so so good because I'm helping the needy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, everybody's needy at one point in their life or another. Oh, that way too. I mean, I didn't think that way. I thought, I was thinking more like, um, like marketing. No, like people who are like, who look down upon like giving charity, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like Elon you Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you shouldn't need charity. You should be able to do it by yourself. Kind of yeah, thing, like or... a free handout. Like, there's a lot oh. of that over here. A lot of, yeah, that's like in the oh. atmosphere down here. A lot. Uh, <laughs> in the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, that's a drag. Yeah, I like. It's very pull yourself up by the bootstraps down here. Yeah, like, I I don't know. And like. It's such a get get your fucking head out of your ass. I mean, all of the people you know, the people who you go like your bowling league, your church group, your your daughter's friends family, like somebody is hungry. Like somebody yeah. needs needs food. And like I don't know. I'll go back more into that on my deep dive, but Yeah. Um so yeah, everyone check out Replate. I'm really excited. Um it's definitely something that like I'm going to be doing more long-term that's kind of the idea behind these deep dives is like getting us out out of this hopeless spiral and getting us into actually doing something um and it sounds like something that's actually not like super um all-encompassing like if I'm going to a restaurant I can just Mm -hmm. I'm already there I can just ask them and like ask the waiter so yeah that was my (laughs) my outreach week I feel like that's such a good that I feel like that's almost better than emailing them 
because they're like there on the spot and like what are they gonna say in rebuttal you know like yeah no I would prefer to throw away my food thank you yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> um yeah <laughs> you know like I always have that like if I email them like maybe they are huffing and like saying something like that but like if you're there yeah. what are they gonna say like no yeah. thank you I would rather it go in the landfill <laughs> right <laughs> Just... yeah no I think I think they'll be receptive yeah. I, I hope so yeah so. that's amazing I love that <sighs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. If it, it definitely made me feel like I was at least doing something and like, yeah, there wasn't really any laws or like legislation that I could find yeah. to get involved with. Because I think that people just aren't talking about it as much as they should be. Yeah. And like if they are, it's about food waste in the home. And I kind of get eye rolly about like, but it's not just our fault though. So like... Yeah. Definitely check out that guy's Instagram. God, yeah. How was your week three? Tell me about it. Mine was eerily. I don't know. I don't know why I try to say words that I don't use often. (laughs) (laughs) Similar to yours. Really? Um, Yeah. I love it. Very. I feel like we had the same week. (laughs) Wow. That is wild. Should we take a listen? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So I'm just trying to think about how to tackle this week's challenge and I don't know this is gonna come as a surprise I'm sure (laughs) that was sarcasm um but I'm overwhelmed um because I don't really know where to begin so I was talking to a friend uh she works at a restaurant and I was asking her about Yeah, like about what they do with their leftover food. And I know last week I kind of covered like grocery stores and a lot of them just throw food away. And I guess her restaurant does the same and it's a chain restaurant. So that was very overwhelming, which I kind of already knew. Like, I don't know. But when you think about the scale of like grocery stores and then and then restaurants and yeah, like I don't even know where to begin Um, I don't know which area to focus on with my outreach Um, because, I mean, I could do small government. We also have an issue in Arizona. We we don't have compost pickup at places of residence. I'm not sure if businesses do. I'm pretty sure they don't. Um, So, yeah, I really don't even know where to begin. It just seems like such a large problem that is kind of crazy anyways, like that I would have to tell people, like, Instead of throwing away your food, can you donate it? <laughs> like the fact that that's not just something that businesses would want to do, I don't know. I just kind of feel like this week feels pointless to me and I'm feeling very pessimistic and just like what the fuck because the scale and magnitude of this problem is just so far reaching <laughs> that I just, Yeah. So that's basically where I'm at right now. Um, I am going to get to some emails. I just don't know who to email. I'll probably, I don't know, I'll probably email like a couple restaurants, maybe a couple grocery stores, and I don't know. I don't know. Like I could try to find an email address for somebody like in a local government. Um, again, like it just feels like it's it's 2021 and the fact that this problem is so big, oh my God, I just don't even know. Uh, yeah, hopefully I'll have some better, I don't know, outlook 
and optimism to report back. Okay, so far for this outreach week, I have emailed one grocery chain and yeah, I haven't heard back yet. This is a few days ago and I really doubt that I will, to be honest. I feel like I don't ever really hear back from like the big places. Um, and if I do it, I feel like it usually takes a while. Um, I don't know. That's just my experience, but I don't know. I was going to maybe email a couple restaurants, but I started thinking about it more and then I started getting, I know, again, <laughs> very surprising. I started getting overwhelmed and then I started having this thought process of like, I don't know. I feel like grocery stores maybe have a little bit, a little bit more ability to do things because their stuff is usually packaged and like how much of a difference would it make if we're asking like asking for packaged food to get donated as opposed to like people making food and then having to donate the excess I think there'd probably be a little bit more I don't know if there's a laws around it but like maybe concern about like you know foodborne illnesses or whatever um the situation maybe so I don't know maybe I'm just talking myself out of it because I feel like I feel very uncomfortable this outreach, probably more so than the last one, but I did find online a place called Borderlands Produce Rescue, and I just submitted a volunteer form, so that's really exciting. Um, it sounds like a really great organization. It's basically exactly like it sounds. They rescue produce from the landfills, and they have a whole bunch of different like distribution programs that, you know, help the community, um, tons of communities. They have all different kinds of like, yeah, I can just go through them, I guess, in the podcast, but like, yeah. So anyways, on top of all that there, I tried to find a petition online for something in this area that I can maybe contribute to and surprisingly, but maybe not surprisingly, there is none for the United States that I can find, but a lot for the UK. Like this is, has been a big deal over there, I guess, for a while, like people have been aware of it. And yeah, so I guess that's exciting. Um, exciting things happening. Didn't do so great on emails this week, but I think a lot of good will come from this still. So yeah, it's crazy. I was trying so hard not to give away so many of our parallels this week. Oh my gosh. But like the fact that you put in something to, for an ambassador, which is kind of like a volunteer, and then I did yeah. filled out that volunteer thing. And yeah. Cause, that um, is wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. The border, oh gosh, I'm going to forget what it's called. Borderlands Produce Rescue. So yeah, they have like, Oh, partners. So they'll go and like find partners like restaurants or grocery stores here and whatever they're not going to keep or they're going to throw away, they give to them first. And then so they have a bunch of different kind of like programs where they then distribute it. Um, sometimes they do so with just flat out donations to like, you know, the words you used. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot what they were, but like shelters yeah. and things of that nature um schools maybe even uh they also have something called veggies are us which is like a warehouse market that's open to the public tuesday through friday and anyone can get a shopping cart full of produce for just five dollars um and then they also do uh like produce travels um there's a whole bunch there's one that looked really familiar uh, wheels without waste 
produce wheels without waste. I thought it was, um, that sounded really familiar to another one that I think was like government run, run oh. meals on wheels, which I think is a school oh, thing. Oh, right, right, right. Um, but this is produce on wheels without waste and it's distributed each week at a pop-up produce market around Arizona by volunteers. Um, but they have them statewide too. So, wow. Yeah. That is so exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting because also when I was doing this week, I couldn't even believe this happened. I literally was scrolling through my news, like <laughs> on my phone, which I sh- should never do anyways, but um, I do it just out of habit. Oh my gosh, please tell me it's still here. Why shouldn't you look at news on your phone? Oh, because I'll spiral very easily. Oh. It's always like, you know how your phone, yeah, like the true. algorithm is like, I know what you like. And so I get a lot of like, <laughs> climate change, the world is ending, doomsday. Oh, God. <laughs> It's just like news article after news article, like science says we don't have long. <laughs> I just got a visual of like you pushing Willow on the swings and like seeing that and then just like dropping your phone and her being like, mommy, what's wrong? And yeah. Like, oh, my God. Uh, but let me find it. I cannot believe this happened. I literally kept the article up. But let me find it. It's Okay. It was literally posted this week from a news, ABC 15, Arizona News, which, you know, whatever that means to you. I don't think it's a biased <laughs> news channel. It's it's local. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it says Arizona ranks worst in the country for food waste. What? Yes. Which is not surprising to me, actually, at oh all. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah. Why Arizona? That's so weird. Oh, so it goes on. Arizona is said to be the state that wastes the most food, recycles the least amount of food, and is among the states that donate the least to those in need, which I was talking about earlier <laughs> is true. We have that. Um, there, That thing here of like, pull yourself. It's very, oh God, how do I say this? Like oh, offending a bunch of people. It's a very Trump bill <laughs> here. I feel like very like yeah. everybody for themselves very i don't understand like i literally i don't because like i don't know everybody thinks they have a chance to be elon musk they have no idea that they are closer to being broke yeah (laughs) and homeless on that end of the spectrum ever are of being a billionaire it's just amazing but yeah um, i saw this and was just like yeah not surprised (laughs) but like hilarious and terrifyingly sad Yeah. yeah i'm so sorry but like feel my pain (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) like the the just the audacity i don't know just why why like why are we why are we not giving our extra food away like why yeah because like it goes back to that thing we were talking about with um you know you have like i've worked at place at food places like you have to have extra like you have to there's no way around it like you have to be able to provide what's on your menu every day or else people are going to start being like, oh, they never have this, so I'm never coming back. Or, right. you know, as a, even small business owners, even grocery stores, like, you don't know how many people are coming in that day to buy chicken. Like, it's just a crapshoot. You have, you have no idea. Maybe everyone's going to give up chicken today and then it's all wasted. So, like, um, like yes, the I know that there are problems on that end of the spectrum of being, like, um, we're producing too much and we're, we're expecting too much to be available at, at one time, which I think is one thing that we're not even really talking about. Cause like, we don't have access to those yeah. places. Like 
We don't have a seat at the table being like, hey, strawberries aren't in season right now. So why don't we just not eat strawberries during this time of the year? And like that'll eliminate a lot of food waste. That would truly be hard, though. I I don't know. (laughs) You're like, no. I (laughs) Strawberries forever. Well, no, it's not just like I I love strawberries. (laughs) But like (laughs) it's just one of those things I don't see people getting on board with. Um, Yeah. I mean, people are so resistant to like renewable energy, and I feel like we have more than enough technology to make that smooth transition. True. Yeah. People just don't want to change. I am just being the bearer of pessimism today, but this is. It's fine. <laughs> um, I just don't see a lot to be optimistic about day to day. No, that's a good point. And like, if we can, if we can find the technology to do things in a in a way that's not going to kill the earth, then yeah. that's great. Like, we can yeah. have strawberries all all year round. But like, like what was what I was gonna say is like, you have that end of the supply food chain, and then you have mm-hmm. the end where they're like, oh, nobody's showing up, so I'm throwing this in the garbage. Like, right. that is something that like me and you can have direct, uh, like influence over. Like, we can we can. Yeah. Help in some way. Like, and people just don't understand. Like, they're just throwing it all in the, in the literal, literal trash. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> Getting huffy about this. No. But I am so excited for your volunteer stuff. Like, oh my God. I'm so proud of you. I'm so Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. I really hope Ooh. they call me back. Um, I mean, I know they'll call me back. I hope it's more towards the end of my semester, which I only have three weeks left, but that would really be so much easier for me to, um, like, manage. But, yeah, I'm very excited. I had no idea they even had this. So I think that's another cool thing about these challenges is both of Mm -hmm. us were like, oh, look at these cool people doing things um, that I had never heard of before. So, and the fact that there's no petition in the United States – is crazy yeah i have noticed that about the food waste talk is that it's a lot of uk yes really interesting the account on instagram is i think denmark i'm not sure yeah Yeah. it's so weird that it's not discussed here but again i think everything in the united states is very purposefully out of sight out of mind yeah for sure and i i'm genuinely not a conspiracy theorist but i do get conspiracy theorist about this (laughs) where I honestly feel sometimes like we are purposely driven like our lives are purposely driven to a point of busyness where we like we can't focus on anything I just like because it's just crazy to me it's crazy that we are all like busy bees yeah I don't know like instead of all of us all of us just being like we should stop it's like well no we're just gonna adapt to life this way now right by making all these things like now I don't know. I don't want to go too far off topic, but I was thinking about our (laughs) holiday like sustainability thing. And I was like, oh, I was so excited about it. But as it's approaching, I'm like, I don't have time. Right. Who has time to go to a secondhand store? Yeah. And shop. And like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, yeah, I feel like our consumerism and capitalist culture wants us to be busy. So we make those like, we get delivery every day and we order out food and we get like the convenience purchases and like we don't have to think about it like our lives are literally tailored around like we've adapted now to this level of like yeah life that's just not sustainable 
but we've adapted to make it more sustainable and now it's like it's work to go back yeah and be yeah less busy <laughs> it's crazy it's, i completely agree with everything you're saying and like also now finding these um like i think that's kind of the sweet spot of where like these apps and like these companies like um like uh, replay who are coming good. in yeah. is like you're taking that new technology you're taking the, this runaway yeah. train and you're saying like Let's stop off on here just real quick. Like, it's on the way. It's fine. No, I I do love that. Like, if we're going to continue with technology, which obviously it's not going anywhere. Like, I guess not. Good people (laughs) have to come forward and create things, you know. Oh, technology. I've been on, like, a technology spiral. Like, oh, God. Anyway. I have, too. (sighs) Is it because we're millennials? Because I get very nostalgic for the times (laughs) before technology where I'm like, God, remember the days where, like, I didn't just drown all my free time into looking into a little box into a screen on my hand yeah. and yep. I called friends and we went out for coffee and we talked like every day. Yeah. That was like an everyday like yeah. I saw somebody for like 30 minutes. I think we're going to start to go backwards. That's my my um ho- not even my hope. Like I kind of feel like a trend of like going backwards to the woods. Like Yeah living a little slow like glorifying living slower um like mental health like foraging for mushrooms like i'm starting i'm starting to see like you know especially generation z and like maybe maybe even a little millennials like we're starting to be like okay we tried this yeah and this is a lot so maybe let's not do like maybe let's put our phone away for one day a week and see how we feel like can i vent about just one more thing Because this has been, like, really heavy on me, too. So I'm so nostalgic for the times before social media when you had to, like, prove your friendship in, like, these really weird kind of, like, fake ways. (laughs) Like, or ingenuine. Like, I don't, I just remember the time when, like, when you can go hang out with a friend and it didn't need to be documented, like, for social media. Or, like, that's so weird to me now that, like, and it's, it's not, it's people in my age. So it's always kind of, like, do we remember what times used to be? Or like whenever it's somebody's birthday, you have to have huge like birthday tributes. Like I just want to call up a friend and be like, I remembered today's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm just going to tell you instead of tell your Facebook wall. Yeah. Like, or like, what is that? I yeah. don't even know. It's so weird to me how things like, like relationships have even evolved to like this new way of I don't know. It's just, I'm just so nostalgic for the days of like going out and not having to document it for something. Yeah. And not even to like prove a friendship, but like, why do, why do I feel compelled to take a picture every time I'm out and post it on social media? Yeah. Like, why can't I just do the thing? Do the thing. (laughs) Yeah. We used to do that. (laughs) It's so, it's, it would be so nice to do that. Like, yeah. There's a, a whole aspect of photography. Like, there's this whole uh, psychological, I don't know if it's, like, a theory. I guess it's a theory of, like, if you take a picture of something, you remember it less. And I've always been really? super interested in that. Like, um, I don't know if it's true or not about about the human brain. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. For all you art nerds mm-hmm. out there, it's, like, if I am looking at this sunset, like, I... I have to take myself out of this moment to pull out my phone and take a picture rather than just sitting here and experiencing it and saying, I'm going to remember this or like, but 
I don't know. I've had a lot of friends who've died. So, like, yeah. I always appreciate that I've had pictures yes. of them. Same. So it's, like, so it's a very tug of war for me, too, because I yeah. love photos. Um, yeah. Whenever I see family I haven't seen in a while, I'll go through their photo albums. Yeah. Um, I'm just always drawn to, fo- like, photographs. Mm. There are whole periods of my life where I wish I had more photos. <laughs> yeah. I know. Even now still, I'm really bad. I keep telling Jeff, I'm like, we have to take more photos with the kids. Like, I want them to have photo albums like my parents have for us. Yeah. And we have not been very... But it's weird, too, because the photos have... They've evolved. Like, back then, it was very... um, What is the word? Intentional? Um, Maybe? No. Like, when you take a photograph of people who don't know. Candid. Yes. They're very candid. And now, like, all the photos of my kids, they're very posed and yeah very like instagram ready we don't have candid photos like i literally take my photo my yeah like photos with intention yeah and it's so weird it's because i want them to have candid photos but yeah maybe that's a goal to just be like you know i took this candid photo because i'll do that of brian or like of us and just be like okay this is that one time that we were walking down this one thing and like yeah you know because, like, I and, swear, all of my photo albums of, like, us as kids, like, yeah. I'm like, this is how people, they never used to take post photos. There's not one yeah. photo of me as a kid Actually, that's they, posed. Like, it's weird because, like, looking back at, like, my dad's era of, mm-hmm. like, um, of photography, they were all posed. Like, oh, you would think yeah. that they were all dressed up for church every single day with their hair slicked to one side. Like, that was the class. Like, there was this, like, fashion? Four, three boys and a girl. Like, that was just the fashion yeah. for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and he was like, it's funny because they, they would pull out the camera when we looked like this. Yeah. But, like, there's very rare candid pictures. Yes, and then that's... I think at our age, like, our parents grew up being like, screw that. And, like, let's, you know... Like, well, it's interesting because now we're going back again. I wonder if it's like fashion where like styles always recycle and like come back. That could like be. maybe that Just has something to do. Yeah. I think the thing that pisses me off the most is <laughs> the candid photos that are posed. So like quote unquote candid. Oh, that's so only like, like with Instagram now, I'm sure. Oh, like it makes me want to barf. I would be surprised if that was ever a thing. <laughs> Just like that one, you know the one. The yeah. one of the influencer girl who's walking away from the camera and she's got her hand and somebody's taking the camera and they have. Okay, I'm not describing this. Yeah, well. no, okay. I get it. The person They're looking behind person with like their, with their hand. Yeah, so like the person holding the phone has her hand, has their hand in front of the phone, clasping her hand, and she's walking towards something, like yeah. holding on to like a wide brimmed hat or something. And it's like, aren't we so like I've seen people taking that picture, and it's just like, do something else, do literally yeah. anything else, like be original. Why are you doing this? Or like. I just think I the know. concept is so weird because I see the same thing and then it's like, oh, that one's not good enough. And I'm like, you guys, this is what I'm talking about. Like, we used yeah. to just live those moments. Yeah. We used to live them and experience them and be in it. Yeah. And now we're not. We're like, everything you know what you is should do, for a photo. <laughs> you know what you should do is pick up some disposable cameras. I would and love just, like, to. Just have fun with the kids. Yes, because remember the times when it's like if you, you you didn't know if you look like shit until you got it back. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah. crap. <laughs> and then like two years later, you're like, oh, I look cute. I thought I well, looked weird, but now I look cute. I no, I'm really bad. So, at, like, depending, my eyes depending would be like on what era you were in. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
but me during braces they all look terrible oh, but God, i don't know same. uh that was a good tangent though because that yes that's been heavy on me for a long time of, yeah. and i think it goes hand in hand with like just the pace of our life because technology has mm-hmm. been a big part of that like without a doubt i believe if it weren't for technology we would not have this fast paced yeah or as fast paced um like bullshit that we're in <laughs> so yeah yeah it I all kind of goes together all right well should we get into my deep dive let's do it teach me things <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> okay so for my deep dive I started from a place of just sitting there, just like hopelessness, like this problem is huge, Um, the the scale is massive, what what on earth do I start doing? What do I do? So I really wanted to kind of walk people through and just do like a check of like, um, here are some questions you can ask yourself, like when you are spiraling into this like kind of ego anxiety of like food waste is a huge problem, just having these simple questions might, might lead you in a direction like me and Michelle, like we, we definitely both started off our weeks just being like, I have no idea what the fuck to do. This is (laughs) insane. Like I, I've, what, what can I do? I'm so small. So yeah, first question, I have a series of, let's see, one, two, three, four, four ish questions. Number one, where do you live? Number two, what does your community look like? Number three, do you know or have access to anyone with food insecurities? And number four, what power do you have? So where you live, number one, um, there are there are a lot of different things that you can do about food waste depending on like what location you're at, what city you're in. Um, obviously the internet's great. You can go on and do a bunch of research, but more specifically like country versus suburbs versus cities. I wanted to address because like, I'm kind of in a suburb. I think you're sort of in a suburb. Yeah. What we're doing might not work for people in the city. What, you know, city people do might not work for people in the country. So I kind of wanted to just give an idea. Like in the country you have probably food banks Um, You have probably neighbors who are experiencing food insecurity. You can check in with people who have chickens or pigs (laughs) and see, hey, do you like, do they like scraps? Chances are 100% like they will be so excited because like it is really, it's actually very, very expensive to feed animals. Like every time you pass a field with cows in it, just think about like how much you're eating and then multiple, like. They, they just eat so much, you know. So I, I have this friend who um, rescues animals. She has this farm. Um, super cute. Shout out to the fancy farm on Instagram. They're very cute. Um, <laughs> but she she has to do these drives all the time for to, to buy hay for her horses. Like, they just eat so much. So that's one thing is, like, if you absolutely can't eat the food, um there's another step before it goes into the compost that you can think about if you're in the country. For city people, uh, most of the time you have a food bank nearby. Look into your Facebook Buy Nothing group. Think about your neighbors, like the the houseless population. You know, do you pass a guy on the street normally every day? Like, at, like just stop if you feel comfortable enough. Yeah, you that's know, a good stop point. And ask him. Yeah, because like, a lot of hey, people. Hey, do you like tacos? 
Yeah. Usually I have extra tacos, you know. Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, no. I just think that's a great point because people are so against, like, giving money. Um, Yeah. It's like. Yeah. If you're throwing food away. Yeah. And there's, like, um, yeah, even produce. Like, produce that has to be eaten because a lot of houseless people don't um, have access to a place to keep food. So they eat it pretty soon anyway. Right. Or, like. If there's somebody who is at the entry of an on-ramp or an off-ramp um, and they're there all the time. Uh, like we used to live up in North Seattle and there was this guy um, who sat in the same same chair and we were just able to like drop off stuff when we had it. Or people would actually bring him books too, like Aww. to read, which is really nice. I know. Seattle, Phoenix, can we be like Seattle? <laughs> <laughs> just PSA. So that's kind of just an idea with cities. Um Honestly, like when I lived in the city, like I, um, I didn't do any of this stuff. So I, I would be very curious to hear from our listeners and hear what they're doing in their city to cut down on food waste and to help out people, you know, help close that gap. Um, you know, look into restaurants. Uh, so in the suburbs, I, I was thinking specifically of like my friend Janelle has this really awesome idea. She put a table at the end of her, um, driveway. She lives in, or she used to live in Tacoma ish, like sort of in like an outskirts of Tacoma. And she just put up a table with food on it and like would try to protect it from the rain. And like people would come and like take food or give food. And it was, it was great. But like. Set it, you know, if you have the land to do that, if you have like people walking by, if you have a bus line, like mm-hmm. that can be really helpful. I think I've seen something on Instagram and I wish I can remember. It was a long time ago, but it was like somebody set up like a little, like a pantry. It's called like a little pantry and people can donate to it or take from it if you need. Yeah. And it's just like, it's very small, but that's, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really cool too. And it sounds very familiar to some. So easy. Some like, this. yeah. Um, it, t- you know, it takes a little bit of updating. Um, there is a spot in New York. There's an uh, Instagram account I found I O N Y C I O H N Y C. So it stands for a new world in our hearts and they have uh, community fridges in New Aww. York, which is really cool. I need to um, move. I just. Oh, <laughs> I love how it goes from like oh to like fuck this place. Um, but yeah, I I really wanted to reiterate that like what works in the city won't necessarily work in the country. Yeah. Um, or can be adapted. You know, a lot of these things like community fridges, community food tables, um, can be adapted for you know. If you do live in a country, do you have a, a, you know, a shopping center that would be willing to, like, put up a, a fridge, you know? Just asking. Because a lot of times, like, yeah, people do, just don't want to deal with it. But if they have somebody that does want to deal with it, they're like, yeah, why not? So yeah. I did find this website called foodpantries.org, which is a good one to look into. I found a couple of food pantries that I didn't even know existed around where I was. And specifically, let me take a look here. There is one in Issaquah that uh, they... There's one in Arizona. Oh, good. It's probably Flagstaff or Tucson because they're the cool places. Oh, dang. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, actually, I'm surprised yeah. there's a lot. Oh, well, that's, that's so cool. Uh, faith somewhat restored in this place. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, they. Um, I went to my most most local food bank and found a list of, like, 
items that they're accepting. So now I know like, okay, if I have any of this extra in my in my pantry, or maybe I can ask my friends and family like, hey, I'm gonna do a food run. Do you have any of these items? Quick way to help your community. So uh, the next question would be, what does your community look like? And this is kind of related, but also I just wanted people to start thinking about like what they're already going to. So like you're going to work, you're going to school, you're going to your church, you're going to your club and your groups and your friends and your bar, you know, mm-hmm. um, think about who you're coming con- in contact with weekly or monthly. Um, can you ask the leaders of those places to be better about food waste if there is food there? Mm-hmm. Can you say, hey, work? Like I've noticed after all of our work meetings, we have a bunch of this food that just gets thrown away. Can I drive it to a food bank? Mm-hmm. Like thinking about where you can close a gap. Like yeah. In your school, in your church, in your groups and schools everything. Schools are so, a really good one, too. Um, yeah. Which one? Schools. Schools, yeah. Because I feel like they're always really ready to kind of take on things like that. Um, yeah. Like, I know community gardens have been a big hit the past, yeah. you know, 10 years. And I feel like a lot of the kind of, I don't know, sustainability stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh schools have been really good at like kind of taking on when they learn about it so yeah that's great i i heard about something in the food waste sector of like a lot of schools were um doing plates instead of trays so that way like people get less food and then they're throwing away less food like because if you get a tray you're like i'm gonna fill this tray up and then you eat half of it and you're like i'm full but you can't take it back so you just have to throw it away Mm -hmm. so yeah little things like that but just thinking about your life and your the places that you come in contact with already and like just being being kind of an advocate and being kind of like you know, just at the very base level, asking question, being like, hey, what do you do with this? Like, would it be possible, even if you don't have time to drive it, just asking like, hey, Bob, like, do you know anybody who would want to donate their time to drive this extra food to a food bank? Yeah. And if Bob is like, oh, yeah, my sister Susie, like, loves that kind of shit. I'll ha- <laughs> ask her to do that, you know. Yeah. You never know. So. Next question would be, do you know or have access to anyone with food insecurities? And I kind of talked about this already, but like finding a few families in your network who you can just text and offer like, hey, I made too much blank. Do you want any? Um, Or bringing over some dishes to some elderly folks in your area. Like, you know, if you are on the, uh, (laughs) I was going to say war path. (laughs) If you are on the path to like cut down food waste in your home and you're making those recipes and you're still wasting them because like now you just have like all of the stuff that you can't physically eat yourself just be a little bit brave and be like um you know like i just gave a bunch of chicken soup to my sister and i kind of forced it on her i was like please eat this it's probably only good today (laughs) (laughs) like yeah she was like okay fine so yeah i i think that like that would be really important for us and and like not everybody has uh access to people with food insecurities but like I guarantee you know somebody who does. So like, yeah, you know, the leader of your church or that social justice warrior friend of yours, like 
be like, hey, it, like did, maybe somebody just got kicked out of their house from their family, you know, like yeah. you never know what people are going through. And like food is a really um, personal thing that like mm-hmm. some people might not might not offer that information forward. Yeah, if that makes sense. So and I feel like a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and the pandemic certainly in some areas has not helped that and yeah like I'm sure that even if people I don't know um I mean there were definitely times in my life where it was like paycheck or food a paycheck or food gas or food (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, always choose paycheck yeah Yeah. yeah, but like, am I going to get gas this week to go to and from work, or am I going to have enough for food? And I would literally just eat toast and sweet potatoes, yeah. you know? Right. So um, like, you can survive, but like sometimes yeah. it's not very fun, and like sometimes you can benefit. Like, like when I when I used to go grocery shopping, I would just be like, "This is so much money!" Like, yeah, it's crazy. How you know? I and I would get the cheapest stuff. I I never could afford organic. I. Um, I barely can now, but like, it's not, it's not even like food. I don't know. Food is so expensive and like, yeah, there's so much of it everywhere. And if you're throwing it out, if you're a business that's throwing it out, that's dumb. But like, <laughs> if, yeah. you're, if you're a home that's throwing it out, like, yeah, just offer it to just anybody. Offer, like, yeah. Cause anybody. I'm sure there's a lot of people, I mean, like you said, when you were in college, just like having mm-hmm. that taken off your plate, uh, single mothers, yes. maybe they have enough, maybe, maybe they do have enough to like buy, but like taking yeah. that off their plate of something that they have to do or single parents in general, I shouldn't just limit it to mothers, I guess. Right. <laughs> but, like, um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, grieving people. I think a, there's a lot that can be said about grief and like how we show up for people because I would assume or postpartum mothers God, yeah food like food is a good way to take care of people in those really hard stages of life like where you just like it's yeah it's a necessity but it sometimes it's the last thing you're able to think about so like yeah. if you know a grieving friend or somebody who's going to have a baby or who just had a baby uh whose husband or partner just went back to work these are all like they might be able to afford it they might not be in the food insecurity category but if you don't know exactly. anybody else um i'm sure it would still be appreciated and Also think about like, because you're getting them that meal, that means that they didn't have to buy all the stuff to make that meal. Mm -hmm. And so that creates a lot of potential food waste as well. Like, I don't know if you've ever gotten a meal from somebody, but I eat everything because I'm like so grateful. I'm like, I'm going to have this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Still, (laughs) and maybe it's like just, I don't know if I would be like this as an adult, if our life's, if our... (laughs) Just way of life isn't the way it is now. But, like, still to this day, when my parents give me things, like, for the holidays, I want, like, yeah. my dad who has more money. I'm, like, just buy us new tires for the car. <laughs> like, yeah, when my mom makes sure. makes food and brings it over, I'm, like, yay, we have food for yeah. the week. Like, these are <laughs> things that, like, make – they literally help so much. Just Make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very – like, it's a very, very good point because, like – um, the time that it takes to be in a hard situation and like an a energy sucking situation, such as new baby or grieving. Like yeah. when I was going through like a huge season of grief in my life, like we ate out all of the time. 
there was so much food waste because I wasn't paying attention to anything. It, we were just hemorrhaging money because it was just like, oh, well, we'll just do this because it's easy and we don't have the energy to right now. And like, mm-hmm. so that, like thinking about those people in your community and being like, oh, this is something that like I was probably not going to get through anyway with my household. I'm just going to make extra and go bring it over to them. Like that eliminates that kind of like gray area of food waste in your community, I think. So there's just I feel like there's yeah there's just such like people when they think of like people in need Mm -hmm. it's always such an extreme when I think in our society so many of us yeah feel like most people live paycheck to paycheck yeah (laughs) so all of us are kind of like and if you have an excess one week I'm 100% sure somebody that you know (laughs) yeah would appreciate it yeah Mm mm-hmm definitely but yeah like definitely check in on like grieving and postpartum friends because that stuff is just yeah okay so my last question is what power do you have and this is specifically to people who are bosses uh do you own a restaurant do you uh own a business do you regularly see food thrown in the trash at your job or at your business like do you work in the food industry can you have a say in what happens to that like you know even even just asking your boss like can I stay on the clock and just go run this to the food bank really quick like I'll get us a tax write-off I don't know like think outside the box like (laughs) if you need to incentivize it for yourself like try that out but yeah, I don't I don't work in the food industry anymore. I don't think you do, Michelle, but like I know people who listen to this might and like it might just be something to think about. So, yeah. I god, when I worked at the cupcake place, we would there was one gal who came and uh she was just a random person and would just pick up the the, the surplus cupcakes and take them to the food bank, which was amazing. Yeah. But she didn't go to every single one of our locations. And so that was a little bit hard. Like we opened up a new location in Queen Anne and I was throwing away just garbage bags full of cupcakes. And like just because yeah. I you can't you can only eat so many cupcakes yourself. Like <laughs> there's yeah. like my roommates were tired of them. I was bringing them uh, to the like we would go to this bar and like get a drink with some friends like once a week. I was bringing them to the bartenders. We were best friends with them at the end. Like they were like, it's the cupcake lady. But yeah, just like thinking about little things like that, like it just it does make a really big difference. Like if you have extra stuff um, and I do yeah. also want to mention there is a um, act that was signed into law in 1996 by President Clinton it's called the Bill Emerson Good Samaritan Food Donation Act. And he signed it into uh, to encourage donation of food and grocery products to nonprofit organizations or distribution to individuals in need. So it protects you from the liability when you donate to a nonprofit organization, basically. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't even know this existed. But like, yeah, I didn't either. That's always the go to is that like, oh, we don't want to donate it because we don't want to yeah. get sued. Like what now? What now? What do you have to say now? Now you're just lazy. So, yeah, yeah, I need to do a little bit more research on this because, like, so it's products donated in good faith. And, like, that that makes sense to me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just thinking thinking about that, like, can you – how can you interrupt the stream of 
waste going into the landfill. So, and just to leave off, I just want to encourage people that like volunteering even once makes a difference. You don't know what kind of difference you're making in somebody's day. Speaking up about food waste can make a difference. It can make somebody see something a little bit differently. You don't know what act that you do that's going to encourage somebody else. Um, I wanted to read uh, this. Is it an inspirational quote? Thank you. (laughs) Um, I wanted to read this comment on a thread from a food bank that I found because it kind of made me cry. It's by a person. I'll keep it anonymous. But it says, uh, thank you so much for all the help you have given so many people through the years, including myself. I do not know how I would have made it through some of the struggles in the past few years off and on without you guys. I did volunteer a few times myself and have so much fun or so much love in my heart for you all. Thank you. Just like you can help somebody feel like that. Like you could you could do that. And that's easy. And it also makes you feel good. It's win win for everybody. So I don't know. Anytime we're like starting from the top and spiraling about like laws and grocery stores and food and like methane I just (laughs) oh god I it's going to happen we're going to spiral but I want us to come back Mm -hmm. to these these thoughts of just being like community what can I do in my community what can I do that's within my power so but I just I just really want to reiterate like what you do every day just it does make a difference and like even if you're just thinking about it like like think about your your anxiety around these these situations, and um, you know definitely I don't want to tell you to not have anxiety, but like uh, and and this like mental health and food and eco anxiety is something we're definitely going to go into um, later on in this podcast. But like yeah, j- j- yeah, fuck. just like trying to turn it into something. Just even just talking to a friend out loud about it because like this was a really big subject to tackle and i'm i'm very proud of us for the work that we did yeah it's interesting that we do these challenges and we don't talk to each yeah other yeah while we're going yeah through them. that's my favorite yeah because it probably would be easier on us if we talked to right. each other <laughs> we can't for the podcast yeah, can't so. the podcast uh. um yeah that was just it was very cool that cool interesting i don't know the yeah. word um that we had literally the same week, basically. I know. Yay! Yay. All right. And that's it for this episode of Eco Freak Out. Tune in next week for our interview about food waste. Um, and please stay in touch. Let us know if you've ever tried eliminating food waste, uh, your trials and errors, your tips and tricks. Um, if you're getting involved in anything in your communities or bigger, we would love to hear it. Uh, and cheer you on um, please just reach out to us at ecofreakout at gmail.com we're on instagram at ecofreakout uh, follow along reach out to us definitely just keep us posted on what you're doing out there um, stay tuned for our website it's currently in the works but it will be live soon very exciting yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you to our editor Skylar Yuda and to our composer slash sound engineer Coyote who convo- composes our music and our theme song thanks so much for listening thank you Bye. Yeah, see you next time see you next time <laughs>